In today's episode, I chat to Scott Condale all about how to convert people and your LinkedIn profile into being customers who really want to do business with you. This is a fantastic episode for anybody in any size of business that wants to generate leads from their list on LinkedIn. He has developed an app to help you do this, but the strategies and the frameworks that he talks about and he shares openly and freely on his network are absolute gold. I genuinely think this is one of the most valuable episodes I have ever recorded, and I thank Scott very much for taking the time out to speak to me today. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Hi Scott, thanks very much indeed for coming out and chatting with me today. For those of the audience that don't know who you are just give us a one minute intro into you know who you are what your company does and who you help serve in your business ah thanks doc good to be here <laughs> um yeah well i mean it's a, it's been an interesting story interesting ride um really what it's about is about staying relevant to a group of very specific people um i think the biggest issue that we have as business owners today is staying relevant how do we stay relevant to a key group of people and the kind of secret is not really to stay relevant so much in terms of what you do, but stay relevant to your audience. Um, if a really strong core group of people really get to know you, like you, and trust you, then it doesn't really matter how your sort of product or service adapts, you'll stay re relevant within that group of people. And they will always be there to service you and be with you and to guide you. And that's essentially what we do. We, we help facilitate that process of staying relevant to that core group of, of key people. Okay. That sounds very interesting. So let's explore that a bit because I know a little bit about what you do. I've, I've looked at some of the training you did and, and, I, and I love the look of your app. And I've actually tried similar apps in the past, uh, which I've been disappointed by. And uh, I've had a little mess around with yours from the training videos that I've seen and the just the demos of it is it's the next level. So we'll get into what the app is and, and, and what that's all about in a minute. But let's just explore what you're talking about then, which is about staying relevant and i know the app itself is called my most trusted and so trust is obviously a big issue here that you you um you're talking about but who are we getting trusted by and how does that help me as a you know small business owner and, and what are they what am i hoping to get out of this you know if i'm looking from a selfish point of view what am i all my clients helping going to get out of this well that's the first question you've got to get answered because who who do you need to be relevant to uh, and without knowing the answer to that question, no, no amount of apps are going to help you, <laughs> no amount of technology. Um, and most business owners intrinsically know who it is they're looking to, to reach out to. And usually the magic number comes down to 150, which brings in 30. Um, it usually changes a little bit. But what that means is if you're really relevant to 150 core people, then you will get 30 deals out of it and you will have a really successful business practice, whatever. It might not make you a millionaire. And some people... For some people, 30 is way too many clients. I only need two or three big ones. For some others, 30 is not enough. They need 60 or 90. But that's just kind of a roundabout. So if you can be relevant to 150 people and they know, like, and trust you, and they don't really care about what it is you're selling, they're more interested in your ability to diagnose. Hey, you know that word because you're a doctor, right? So just, right, so there's, there's Dr. Day sitting in his, his GP lounge, right? And patient comes in. And you're like sitting there and the patient sits down 
And you always ask the same question, what's wrong with you? And that's a not natural question for a doctor. But business owners don't ask, ask that question. What they essentially do, if they were a doctor, they would go, listen, Mrs. Smith, before we get into anything right now, I've got a 20% off special on cough medicine. I've got this new knee ointment from Denmark. Um, and you've got to try these nutrition bars. They're really good for the stomach. In other words, you start diagnosing and prevent, presenting a solution before you've actually listened. So all you've got to do is build your relevance as somebody who is really good at diagnosing and listening. And then people will start coming to you with their problems. And that's what you want. You want to be that individual that diagnoses a problem and then presents them with a solution. So that's what we try and facilitate. And if you can do that to 150 people and more and more of them start sending you either referrals or come themselves, they start asking you questions and you are seen as this expert that they flock to. That's, that's in essence, that's a nutshell. Awesome. I really, really like that. It sort of um, flips around a lot of common thinking about how you approach this problem, which is often people talk about, you know, like you say, you're doing special offers, you're Black Friday offer, and you're basically giving yeah. them a solution to something they might not even know. Even if they, even if they didn't need it, they might not know they need it. But if they come to you with a question, then they obviously have already explored that and they have a problem that you can obviously then twist your answer, not twist your answer, that's wrong, present your answer in such a way that actually whatever your service is, is going to fix that solution to the problem they actually think they all know they have. So I that's love right. it. That's really, right. really like it. Very so simple. It's, it's a really simple concept. Yeah. And it's been done since the dawn of time. Doctors do it, professionals do it all the always. So why don't the rest of us do it? Um, we try to, but... I'll answer my question if that's all right. Why don't people do it? And the reason is because people want immediate results. They want to throw an ad on Facebook and get 20 clicks and those 20 clicks turn into three meetings and they get one deal. That's what they want. They want deals in their lap. And we've been inundated with this concept of advertising. So we, we think advertising, promotion, et cetera. But what we should really be thinking is not about our product or service. It's about our ability to be able to diagnose a problem. And if we can diagnose an individual's problem better than they can diagnose it themselves, they're just like a doctor, you are seen as that expert. Okay. I like it. I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> you've, uh, you've, you've got me so far. So let's, let's move on from this. Okay. Or not move on, but progress this thought pattern. Or like, what, what's next then in, in, in your world? Like you convince someone, I'm now convinced. I, I want this in my world. I want this in my business. So how do what you do and, and how you work, how does that help me do this better? And who am I actually doing this to? Yes. So now we start looking and saying, who's your target audience? As I mentioned, who are you looking to? So you mentioned at the beginning that you're looking to reach out to people similar to you. So the first question I need to ask you is who are you looking to get in touch with? And generally the answer is everyone. Everyone wants to do business with everyone because they're so scared that if they niche, they're going to lose out. But the first thing we try to get them to do is say, those 150 people we want to collect for you, they need to be similar. They need to be in the same, they need to have the same job titles. They all need to be marketing directors. Or they need to be in the same geographic region, business owners in Cornwall. Or alternatively, they need to be within an industry. So I'm really looking to get in touch with industry leaders in the construction industry in the UK. So you've got to niche it down. And just because we niche down your messaging doesn't mean you're going to niche your business. This is just the way we approach it. Then once you've decided who that is, it's a simple case of going onto LinkedIn and reaching out to them with a set of predetermined, really nicely, non-spam, gentle messages 
that start to present you as a credible industry expert. And then you just simply reach out to those people on LinkedIn with those messaging. And then it gets a bit complicated. We can talk about that later. But does that make sense? You get a couple of LinkedIn messages, you reach out to them, and you build your 150. It does. And I just want to stop you for one second because I've heard of this concept and I've known about this idea about outreach, whether it's through LinkedIn or through social media, whatever channel it is. But specifically LinkedIn is a, is a, is a different beast. But I haven't done it yet. Even though I know that my target audience is on there, I'm on there. A lot of my clients are on there. Actually, all of my clients, I would probably guess, are on there. And, but I haven't done it. And the reason I haven't done it is something that everybody can benefit from by, by you being on here, in that nobody gives away the training to tell people how they should word the messaging. So there's a massive barrier for most of us to taking that first step because it's scary to take that leap of faith and put out a message to the uh, uh, someone you don't know or maybe a connection on LinkedIn or whatever, you probably don't know them, and you're saying something in a message to them to break the ice. And we all get those annoying, repetitive, robotic, just basically time-wasting messages. And I know they're all from, from robots because they all say either, hey, doctor, or Dr. Steve joined up with no space in between because it's basically just been scraped. And so I know that you don't do that. So I'm very happy to open yes, this, this, this box because I know that this is not the way you work. And that's just want to get this out there now because this isn't just some automated uh, bot, which is going to just basically annoy your, your, your list. And you also, through, the, through training, you can get from yourself for free by signing, you know, by just registering. You, you, you tell people how to do this. This is just fantastic. And this is what I was so, so excited about getting on the show to... Uh, I know this is a massive, massive help to so many people. So I just wanted to get that in there before people sort of switch off and think, oh, no, it's just another LinkedIn automation thing or bot or whatever. It's not at all. So please keep listening if you're. Yeah, if you're yeah. No, on. I appreciate you saying that. Um, um, absolutely, Steve. That's, that's the point. Uh, it's not an automation tool. Okay, so the messages. So we use a concept called the Captivating One Liner. Now, that's a book that you can download free on the website, uh, maj3.com. Um, and you can just understand that one line is, is what, what, it's, what it's about. It's not a captivating line like a just do it Nike or anything like that or a finger licking good. Um, it's about them, not you. So it's not about my, my product is not finger licking good. Your pro you feel like this. Accountants feel irrelevant. That's the, that's the message that you want to get across. So you, go out, you reach out to them and you say to them, accountants feel irrelevant in a changing world. Now you're reaching out to accountants and you're speaking to them and you're greeting them by their job title, which is what I mentioned before, by job title or region or whatever you choose. Don't be targeting accountants. You reach out with, with their pain and you just let them know, I understand you, I get your pain. You don't ask for anything in return. You're just basically saying, I understand you, I understand your pain. And then you start sharing some information about their pain. Now, it's very logical, but going back to what you said earlier, Steve, is, is the problem is people don't do it. So like I, you can go right now and I, I don't know if you were on that. I did a three hour workshop, three and a half hour workshop where I take people through everything, right? How to do it, the messaging, the whole, the whole thing. And then people are like, do I really want to do this for three and a half hours? And then do I really want to go and implement it? And then do I really want to go and build it, et cetera, et cetera. And this is the problem. People don't do it. And it's not their fault. It's because they're inundated with so much other crap out there that they feel they don't have the time. 
But the best thing you can do is just sit down. I mean, just sit down with us. We'll help you do it. We'll literally sit with you for an hour and a half. We'll come up with your messaging for you. But the important thing is we build a process. And then, and this is the metrics, right? 15 minutes a day, two to three days a week. You sit on LinkedIn and you just follow the process. The messaging is done for you. If somebody comes up as doctor, you change it so it says, hi, Steve, and not hi, doctor, which is because it's not automation, but you follow the process. And that is how you do it. Gently, gently, gently. I call it the waterfall effect. You know, when you look at a waterfall, and we look at a waterfall, and if you actually, your eyes follow the water as it falls, it looks all tranquil. You know, you know when you follow it, your eyes follow, and you can actually go with the, the droplets of water. It just looks so tranquil. tranquil. It looks like nothing's happening until it hits the bottom and then it makes a big splash. That's what you do with your LinkedIn and your, your messaging. Just gently, 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 a waterfall effect. You just build up momentum and then eventually you make a splash. So you're not trying to sell. You're just trying to show that you are relevant to those 150 people. And for 15 minutes a day, two to three days a week, you can have a process that will do that for you. I just want to dig into that a little bit deeper as well because i watched a very interesting video by yourself um this morning i don't think it was yesterday it was this morning and uh on there you were talking about other people doing this for you which i thought was for me you know my systems and outsourcing is the company name and yes. i spent a lot of time convincing people it is possible to get the majority of stuff done much I earlier than you think by the people and you uh, made a very convincing argument to this so do you want to just explain for people out there? I mean, the, the example you were giving was if you were an agency and you were doing this for your clients, but I think this would work and you can correct me if I'm wrong, quite equally for someone like me who just, I just want to do it for myself, but I don't want to actually have to do it myself. Does that make sense? You, do you don't want to spend the 15 minutes a day, uh, two or three well, days. Well, if I have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't want to, sure. So, so yes, you can do that. But the first thing is you've got to be involved in the beginning. Yeah. So what we always sell to everyone, just sit down, do an hour and a half consultation, get the messaging right. Make sure you're happy with it and then maybe install it and do it for the first week or two. Just practice, even for the first, even for the first day or two. Just practice, get your invitations out there and then go, I get it, I like it, I can see people reacting, I can see people connecting with me, something's happening here. Now I don't want to do it anymore. Then yes, now it's very easy for us to just grab a virtual assistant, they install the software, they log into your LinkedIn profile and they do it for you. But you see it and you've approved the messaging and it's that same gentle approach. But the key is measurement. Because if you outsource something, and you'll know this from an outsource perspective, if you're not measuring it, you have no idea what they're doing. And that's a, lot, a problem with a lot of the virtual assistants. You don't really know what they're doing. So when the virtual assistant follows the same process that we set up with you, you can see every message that's gone out. You can see the results. You can see click-throughs. You can see connections. You can see who, the whole lot. And that's the most important process is the measurement. Okay, fantastic. And as you say, you, that is all just part and parcel of the, the software, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, it's essentially we, we have different services. So okay. we would offer, for example, a we call it a starter pack. It's $99. We sit with you for an hour and a half. We um, build it for you, get your messaging sorted out, get it ready, and then say, right, Steve, go. And then you run it from then for the next week or two. Yeah. When you're ready, you then sit, sit back and go, oh, Scott, I don't want to do it myself anymore. I want you to do it for me. Then we can get a virtual assistant to do it for you. And that can range from $200 to $400, depending on the amount of work. Um, 
and then they can just do it for you and they will do the process. And then you, is that per month or uh, per month? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah. And they will, they will sit and they will, they will then do it for you. So the whole idea though, is, is coming back to the, to what's in it for me, you, and that is you want to, your end goal is to be relevant to 150 people. In other words, you've got 150 people, not just in your LinkedIn. I'm talking about 150 people that are clicking, that are opening that are, are interested, they're following you. When you send them a LinkedIn message, they might not respond, but you can see that they've clicked. Oh, I read that Forbes article that Steve told me about outsourcing, very interesting. Gee, I did not realize that, um, you know, by uh, 2025, uh, that there's going to be a major shortage of bookkeepers for argument's sake. So, wow, this is gonna affect me, I need, you know. So Steve's the guy with the answers. It's just this drip, 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 slowly waterfall effect to build your relevance. That's your end goal. 150 high quality people in your database sales pipeline, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, that see you as being relevant to them. That's where a good core group of your business is going to come from in the future. Okay. Again, I'm convinced. <laughs> but um, I'm going to ask you, I'll expand on one, one other thing which I learned during the training I watched yesterday morning, uh, yesterday. Um, which was when I first sort of looked at this, I was thinking, okay, that's a LinkedIn strategy. And I've currently up to this point really been focusing most of my efforts on Facebook. So I have a relatively good yes, sized Facebook group that. and they're on that. But what I realized after watching that training was this is very complementary to that in that you, you can explain it in more detail, but you can actually, your existing uh, uh, audience, wherever they are, we're just going to find them and bring them. Is that right? Onto LinkedIn, and then we can then progress them more easily. You just want to explain and expand on that a bit to explain. Yeah, that's, that's really right. If you're doing other things, Facebook, etc., don't stop doing whatever you're doing. Um, that's that's great. I mean, you, you if you if you're getting benefit of, if you're not, then yeah, you need to adapt. Um, but yes, so with with LinkedIn, what you're really looking to do is you is you're looking to form those one-on-one -on -one relationships. But bearing in mind that the difference between LinkedIn and Facebook is LinkedIn has a lot of data about the individual, the companies, what they work for, where they've worked for in the past, um, the size of the company. You can meet other, connect with other people in the, in the company. And that's one of the things we talk about more advanced, which is called clustering, where you might have a relationship with one person in the company, but you want to have a relationship to two or three. So you name drop the person you've already known, and then you, you, know, you, you, you connect with other people using the same process. But that's the key difference. So what we definitely recommend that you do is if you're working with Facebook, that's great, but take key contacts and get them onto LinkedIn and start building this kind of second database, if you like, or this core database of people on LinkedIn, because that really is where you're going to get a lot of your traction from. I mean, LinkedIn really, really does work. It's not great for, um, for uh, building long-term relationships to close a deal. I mean, you're not necessarily going to close a million pound deal on a LinkedIn chat. You've got to meet with them face-to-face. But the goal is to begin those relationships and to start nurturing the relationships. That's where LinkedIn's real strength is. And the other thing which I, I guess I knew about this, but you made it look so easy, was that actually once you've got a relationship with these people, you can actually get their email addresses and bring them into your typical list world as well, with their permission, obviously. Um, but that was also, that must be a super powerful thing, which is, again, why I'm super excited about it. But yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's one of the keys. So you can export the whole database that you're working with um, from, from uh, My Most Trusted, uh, the Chrome extension. 
You can export it, but we're also now building um, connectors into various CRMs as well. So while you're working yeah, on LinkedIn with the key people that can actually start updating CRM. So there's some really exciting things coming on that in that basis. But once again, just comes down to that, that, that the understanding of why you're doing it. If you, try, if you, if you just try to, to build it without trying to worry about selling and just try to build a good solid group of people around you, then you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. It'll always be successful. The moment that you try to get too salesy too soon, yeah, that's when people get upset. Oh, yes. And one mistake everybody makes, they don't send enough messages. They give up too soon after one or two messages, three, four, five, six, seven messages. You've got to keep, keep the little, the waterfalls, got it, has got to keep gaining momentum. So don't give up after two or three messages. And this makes it much easier because you just can continuously um, send them relevant messages. Okay, fantastic. Um and so what else, what else do I need to know if I'm thinking, say if I'm on the fence about getting into this, this arena, I mean, you've, you've, you've made a pretty convincing argument. It's going to take me a bit of time for a couple of weeks just to get going with it. But then once that's in place, once I've, I've got my messaging sorted, as, as I said, I've seen training where you talk through your messaging in detail. I know you just also mentioned you offer a service to help you actually get started, which was a really, really reasonably priced as well. Um, so um, there can't be many barriers. Uh, for many people left but if there are like what's the what other barriers are there that you've you've found that stop people just basically going there i'll tell you what i'm just just thinking as i'm speaking now so you mentioned about say clustering and so about getting one contact and then maybe some other contacts in the company so in immediately in my head i'm thinking oh maybe it's for two bigger businesses because i really target startups between zero and eight employees is this going to work for them? Because their employees probably aren't even on LinkedIn. Is it still going to be relevant? Because I'm looking for the uh, business owner of a small business. No, if you're looking for small business owners, you only need really the one person who's the owner, uh, maybe a business partner. So you but might is, but is, the, is the LinkedIn, is this, is my... Oh, my, completely, my, even yeah, more yeah. So. Not yeah, the clustering, because yeah, yeah. that obviously doesn't work, but the yeah, whole rest of the clustering it. side. Yeah, but this, this part of it, absolutely. So you okay, want to get a hand, Your trick though, Steve, is that yeah. you've, got to, you've got to be the brain surgeon, not the GP. Um, so, so, so you've got to go to people and say, um, I specialize in accountants. I specialize in outsourcing for a particular group. Don't worry. Your whole LinkedIn people, all your LinkedIn are not going to see that. The only people who think and believe you're a specialist are the ones you're reaching out to one-on-one. -on -one. So that 150 people is a, think of it as separate from LinkedIn. And that's where they see you as the brain surgeon. They see you as that, that specialist. And that's, yeah, so you, with, you, with, with small businesses, you only need one of each. So if you've got 150 small businesses in your database right now and you're drip, 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 dripping them, then when you start to go, okay, let's start taking things to the next level, do an event. Yeah. I'm doing events specifically for um, owners of small businesses. In your case, what's a typical um, industry that you work a lot with? Zero to eight. Manufacturing? A property, property. Um, lettings, property rentals are the oh, biggest, my biggest client. Yeah. So I'm doing an event specifically around property letting for owners of bringing the industry together to have a discussion on this, 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 and the future of staff in, in the staffing issues in the UK. Yeah. Boom. Now you suddenly are seen as the expert who's giving information to the audience. Here's the final secret I can give because I know we're running out of time. But the final little secret is if you reach out to somebody with a message and in that message, it specifically says who it's for. In other words, this is for um, property letting companies. 
And you say that in the message or owners of property lending companies, they are three times more likely to respond and click or react to whatever you send out because they feel it's for them. That's why. So for you, target 150 property owners of property letting companies on LinkedIn in the UK with a series of messaging, not trying to get any sales from it, just to build the reputation. And when you reach that, then do an event or whatever we decide to do. That's where you're going to see some great traction. It's a long game, not a short game. Yeah, I got you. I think the, 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 the few pieces of the puzzle that which hadn't quite fit together have been definitely cleared up. So I'm, I'm very right. grateful you came on this. And not that I wouldn't have, have uh, pursued this further anyway, but this has been uh, a very interesting and uh, informative chat. And I think that that point there about calling people out in a message, I mean, we, I, mean, I say we, we all do it. I do it. So if I'm doing an advert on YouTube or I'm doing a headline for a, you know, a social media post, I will do that. I'll call out the audience. I'll say, hey, if you're a small business owner or you're a property professional or, you know, but I don't do that when I'm just saying, you know, hey, John, are you, but that's such a, it's such so obvious. But not. <laughs> no, it isn't. I know. I know. It's and obvious now you said it. <laughs> built for you. Once the messaging is built for you, you've done that workshop and the invitation message is written and the acceptance message and the follow-ups and you've got little links to a Forbes article or a message, you know, this article that specifically shows letting agencies the staff problems because this article specifically indicates this research states that by 2025, they're going to run out of these kinds of people. You know, that, that, that relevant information that you're continuously sending them is what makes them see you as the expert. Okay, I've got one final, final thought that just popped into my head when you're speaking then. So let's just say I'm convinced and I'm going to do this. And then I think, hold on a minute. If I get my messaging right, I've got the app. That all makes sense. But what am I sending them to? Like you've just mentioned a Forbes article or whatever. So what do I need? to sort of connect the dots like what do i need to give them or prepare or uh, do i need something clever right. or brilliant you know so, how am i going to convince them with if, I, if i'm just getting started in that 90 minute consultation right you basically want to work on a minimum of two but possibly three messages an invitation message an acceptance message once they've accepted your linkedin connection and then a follow-up you only really need one external link and it could be an article or research it should be very easy to find so it's just finding an article that says, you know, this is exactly what I'm trying to tell you guys as, prop, as, prop, as property letting companies. Um, the UK is going to go in through a major glut of these kinds of people or outsourcing is going to increase by 300% over the next five years. You hiring staff is becoming very difficult in the UK. You've got to think differently. And this article shows it and you just link to the article. So it doesn't need to be my do. article. No, it doesn't. It's nice if it's your article. Don't get oh. me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's just another barrier to getting the process started. Start with by linking externally and then maybe by number three or four or five, you can bring in your own if you have them. If you do have your own articles or videos, even better. Yeah. That's great. I call that the captivating one-liner and that's where we, we work on it. But within that consultation, but what's stopping people from doing it, Steve, is there's a certain type of personality that wants to have all 15 messages already written and the whole process done before they begin. Don't know, don't, you don't need to do that. Your first step is just get your first two messages and get your 150 people. Yeah. Then you can work on three, four, five, and six. Yeah, no, by nature, that, that is me and I've had to beat that out of me. Um, the first course I ever launched after years of procrastination, I launched it without having written a single word. 
people paid for it and then I was forced to create it and that changed me but yeah yeah so no I have come around I used to be very very guilty of that so all right Scott this has been absolutely fantastic really really interesting stuff um and just just so if anybody wants to connect with you I'll obviously put links in our show notes so click on or just go to systemize your success and find this episode you'll find the links in the show notes but do tell us again how can people contact you and get in touch with you if they want to find out more brilliant the best way to go is to mymosttrusted.net that's and um, yeah, there's lots of training on there. And then just contact us if you need us. Fantastic. Have you got time for a couple of signature questions? Sure. All right. So I like to ask these to everyone that comes on. So obviously we're talking about one app. So except for your own app, because you can't be uh, biased here. Uh, what other apps do you use every day that you couldn't live without? Oh, wow. Oh, well, definitely Calendly. Yeah. In that business, I have to tell you. Um, I travel a lot. So we're in Ireland at the moment. Um, traveling the west coast of Ireland because I'm a digital nomad so um, yeah I use things like Airbnb all the time that's the other company I wish I owned my gosh I guess the companies you wish you owned are the ones that you use the most isn't it Um, they are really good Um, here's one that your your audience will have already heard these about the two I've already given but here's one they might not have it they might not know it's called Toucan I think it's T-O-U-C-A-N which I think is a bird and it, it converts certain words of web pages into other languages so I've been trying to, you know, get my Spanish up, you know, stop learning a bit of Spanish. So while you're reading a web page like news, every like one word in every 10 gets changed to a Spanish word. And it'll actually help you learn a language quicker. That's so called Toucan. There we so go. It sort of slots in the, the word in amongst English. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, clever. And then you can mouse over it and it tells you what it means and you can practice it, that sort of thing. All right. Cool. I like it. Um, that's definitely a first. Not heard that one before. All right. Um, who else do you think will be a great guest on this podcast? Oh, um, right. Let's have a think. Um, it's worldwide, right? Can it be anyone in the world? It can. Um, I, think so good, far. I think a great guest is a really great guy. Um, he's actually Australian living in America. Um, yeah. And um, he would he would be a great guy. Um, now I'm just so, so, so embarrassed because I speak to him quite often. And now his name has just gone. Well, we'll come back to it. Then you can, he can uh, kick you later when. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, so it, yeah, so different countries. I've got, I've got some great people that you could um, interview in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically as well. I've got clients um, over that side of the world. So have you? Yeah, yeah. So you have. Um, have you met uh, Nestine? I don't know if you've met, met Nestine in South Africa. She runs an awesome networking group. So no. I would definitely chat to Nestine in South Africa, but they they're worldwide. So UK, Canada. Um, just, just building a beautiful tribe of, uh, of business owners. Um, oh, cool. yeah, might yeah. be a good one as well. So, yeah. yeah. Well, if you, if you happen to know anyone well enough to drop me uh, oh, absolutely. an intro, then yeah, please do. That'd be fantastic. Uh, okay, cool. So final two very quick ones. Uh, this podcast is called Systemize Your Success, but what does success mean to you? Wow. Uh, so success means having enough money and enough time to do the things you want. I like it. Short and simple. And uh, do you believe you can systemize your success? And if so, why? Oh, absolutely. Uh, systemize it. In fact, it's something I've been looking more and more into um, over time and, uh, and putting proper systems in places and proper processes in places. It's critical. Um, yeah, so many businesses are all, all, over, the, all over the place. And um, yeah, I absolutely that. Good. Me too. <laughs> Cheers, Scott. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for taking Thank the time you. out to have a chat with us. And uh, yeah, speak to you. Cheers. Pleasure. Thank you.
Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts, so please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day, and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.